Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Your, your dream collab. I feel like you gotta ask every artist that. Dream collab. I mean, my first thought is Jay, right? For real, my first thought is Jay. Damn, you was just with Jay. Nah, but we don't got no records together that's out. I know, but they said we whatever you want to do, we can do. You could have in the I moment that I said, no, 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 I was with Tata. Tata, his main man. I was with Tata. Jay gotta say that. Okay, okay. No man can speak for another man. Jay gotta say that. Jay gotta be like, yo, whatever record you want to do, we could do. And I'm look, I'm well aware. I'm I'm I watched the Rockefeller documentary in real right. time. Right. So I know the value of a J verse and I know the value of not asking for something that you earn. Mm. Mm. That's how that works. You don't have to ask for a verse from your superheroes. When you become a superhero, they're gonna notice you on the newspaper. Yeah. They won't fly to it. happens. Yeah. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah. Wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we write to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike, spike your skills. Fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta like the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past bad, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah. And my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. Athlete parlay. We did hot, 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 hot. These are guaranteed wins. I'm gonna take Arizona over San Fran. Whoa. It's all about matchups, understanding who's playing against who. It's a game of chess. Ooh, UFC 278, Usman versus Edwards. Oh, baby. Anyways, here's what you do. You guys been listening to me all year. I'm telling you right now, I'm at least 70%. Make sure you download DraftKings Sportsbook, the app. Use promo code ATHLETE, all new users. If you bet $5, you're going to get 200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. You can deposit and withdraw same day. So many perks to being with the best. DraftKings Sportsbook, the app. Make sure you in the game, make it rain. UFC 278, Usman and Edwards. Ow, baby. DraftKings.com is the sportsbook. I Am Athlete is the platform. Parlay. I am athlete all day. Promo code athlete. Let's get it. This is going to be an unbelievable conversation right here, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say welcome. Thank you. My brother. This here, we get to, you know, communicate with each other. And we call it the locker room. In the locker room, we honest with each other. You know, it's really uncut. You get what I'm saying? 2018, first project, collection one. All right? 
Now three albums in. Two-time award winner, recording artist, Grammys, two times. Grammys. All right, let's say that. I can't wait to get to the streams. A billion streams. A billion streams, bro? Off his hit single, Roses. St. John dude that is legendary in my mind. I think he is, I think he is, it's, I want to say, I, I feel like I'm being disrespectful by saying next, but I, I because, but because you already broke through. Mm. We talking about in Australia, in the UK, you know, going one over there and one over there. But I feel like it's just now getting, you're just now getting started and it's so much bigger. You got a new project, but before we get to the new project, cause I know you got two singles dropping August next week, it feel like. I think it's like a next week. Next one of these weeks, next week is happening. Two singles. <laughs> two, yeah. And then you got September, you got the full project yeah, coming out. the full out. collection comes out in September. Before we even get going, all right, can, can, Nagin, can we just play my song? Yeah, let's, let's vibe a little bit. Yeah, like yeah you I mean, mean, This vibe. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like, that's one of my favorite joints. All the way up. <laughs> let that thing drop, yo, let that thing drop. <laughs> I ain't never telling life, cross my heart and hope to die. Or may we never testify, put the pedal to the floor, look the devil in the eyes. When you, that song right there, when you hear that song, like what's the first thing that comes to mind? Yeah, 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 yeah. When you say it, it's funny because if we was in a different space with different energy, it'd probably be a different response. The first thing that comes to mind is 2000 and I think 2021 Lollapalooza. It's funny, that happened after the record came out. But it's a specific moment in 2021 Lollapalooza. I'm in the middle of the crowd. I'm standing on somebody's shoulders or sitting on somebody's shoulders. <laughs> and like I'm in the middle of the audience. It's right. probably, I don't want to exaggerate. I hate when fluff the numbers. It's probably like 70,000 people, like okay. in the audience. Yeah. Unless I don't know people. how to count, which I don't, but it looked like 70,000. So <laughs> yeah, it's, like it's like a crazy. 70, like a whole football game. Yeah, right? it's, no, it's like crazy. Stadium. It's like that. <laughs> Definitely, right? So it's that yeah. big. And I'm in the middle of the joint, and it's towards the end of my set. I'm like two songs from the end, and I drop trap, and the whole it looks like a wave. Wow. And you see this, everybody just going up. That's what I think of every single time. Is that, is that like a rush? Like, you know how when we come out the- That gotta the be, that gotta be gotta a rush, be. bro. Right. Cause it's a team of us. Yeah. yeah. It's just him. Facts. You feel me? Is that a crazy rush for you? Yeah, but it's closer to the, if you score like the touchdown, right. like the most important touchdown of the game, this is my second to last joint. So I'm go, I'm, it's a wrap for me. So to have one more go up before it all, before you end the game, yeah. it's the most important, it's a 90 yard touchdown. Before we go deeper, man, because we haven't done this in a long time, because there's so much we want to talk to you about. I think there's a lot that we can learn from you. How you doing, bro? One to ten. So three categories. Mentally, how you doing? Personally, how you doing? And business-wise, how you doing? You lead it off, though. So I, I'll lead it off. So where I'm at right now, from a business standpoint, keeping it 100, keeping it funky, I think this is the hardest thing I've ever done. You know, 70 employees, I'm working new muscles. You know what I'm saying? It was easy in football, like, because we built that up, you know, running sprints, running routes, catching the ball. That, come on, I'm 6'5", 230, you know what I mean? Like, all I got to do is just tap in every day, do my workout, and I'm going to be successful. You know, I had something special, but that was kind of easy to me. That's easy. Business? That bro, is different. So I would say I'm in a defining moment as an entrepreneur, you know, and, and I would say I'm at a, I'm at a seven. 
I'm at a seven because my mindset, like I, there's no doubt in my mind that it's going to become what it's supposed to become. I am at that, it's going to become as it is what it is. Just what's the solution? My team, everybody, we talk about it, everybody in the trenches. What's the solution day to day? Mentally, a lot of personal things going on. And it's the same approach. It's like how, it's not what I'm going through, it's how I'm dealing with what I'm going through. If I really, really laid it out because we don't got enough time, I'm like, like you, you're a five. But for me, I'm a seven because what's my routine to cope and deal with what I'm going through? You understand? Like, it's a lot. 70 employees, got wife, kids at home. You know, how do I manage? How do I put it all together? Personally, I feel really good. I'm down 20 pounds. You know what I mean? My, my routine is solid. And I couldn't ask for, like, how I'm approaching myself. You know what I'm saying? I feel fly. I feel like I look fly, Shady. Shady think he the best dressed, but no, I was... I'm the flyest. So I'm good. So that's, that's how we do check-ins, right? Because I don't know if you got any artist friends or homeboys or partners from where you come from where y'all check in on each other, have real conversation, not just high and by, you good? Yeah, I'm good. If y'all have real conversation, but that's where I'm at and that's the real. I like that, first of all. I didn't even, like, check-ins. Like, when you tap in with niggas and everybody keeping it a, a whole buck. You have to. Like, I remember that, but it would, we ain't even call it check-ins. But I ain't have one in a really long time. I ain't have a sit-down with people like like-minded from a similar place, just having a simple conversation a long time. But I like operating in transparency, so this is easy for me. It's probably an eight across the board, only because I probably wouldn't know how to adjust the numbers in a different way. So personally, I'm at an eight. I just moved, I moved to Puerto Rico. I've been there close to a year. My anonymity doesn't exist anymore. I'm not a nigga just walk up to like the regular bodega and even if you don't know me, you make certain assumptions about me. Maybe because my skin glow. I don't know, right? <laughs> Got white teeth. Right. You know what I mean? Whatever yeah. it is. Before you so, do that, what did he say? Anonymity? Anonymity. Anonymity. Everybody wants to say it like they knew the word. Like, I know what he's saying. I know what he's saying. I know what saying, though. Like, what? Go, go, bro. I know y'all can relate to this, though. Yeah. So when you... When you're just a civilian in any capacity. Yeah, break it down for right? us, you slow a, it down. Like you a, regular, you a regular person. When I say regular, I mean your job doesn't put you in front of people's, in people's living rooms, in any capacity. When your job doesn't do that, it allows you to fail and make mistakes in the privacy of your own home, have your own discomforts. Just be a civilian in the most natural possible way because I don't have that. When I cry, I got to cry in the mirror. I'm comfortable with that. Like, I accept that. Sometimes that makes you, that makes me a little bit lonely. The trick is like, I, I assume, you gotta make certain assumptions. I, got, I wasn't one of those people that wanted to be in music or wanted to have success and didn't make assumptions or presumptions or do my research on what it's gonna take and what it's gonna look like. I wanted to know what it would look like. I didn't know a single person that was successful from TV from a distance that wasn't lonely because you, know, you gotta push that cart up the hill by yourself. So on a personal level, because I'm in Puerto Rico and I live there, and it's just me, it makes me lonely a lot. And it forces me to go ask myself more questions, right? But it's not the lonely where I wanna hurt myself or it's not the type of lonely that's dangerous. It's the type of lonely where you gotta grow from it. So it's a real eight. Financially, it's an eight because I'm making adjustments. I'm in a place that I've never been before. Never been, I ain't come from means, I ain't have money growing up. I don't know nothing about this. All I got is a plan that I made, a hope that I had and a whole lot of creativity in art, right? 
And I did some pretty phenomenal things by my standards and probably by some of the world's standards too. But there's so much more that I haven't done. So the two points is the ceiling and grow. The eight is for the applause for who made it from a place that people aren't supposed to make it from. So you hit mentally, personally, which one? What was the third one? All eight. He said all so eight. So what was the other one? Mentally, personally, and, and professionally. So and I did. Said, oh, so mentally. Yep. Yeah, I think I covered it. All of this, it's all in a space for eight. I'm well, not I, in a bad I, slot, there's a, but there's room to grow. Obviously, you guys know how important this conversation around mental health means to I Am Athlete. You know, whether we're talking to Dwayne Wade, we're talking to Deion Sanders, we're talking to so many other athletes and artists, the game. Like, we can have fun all we want on this show. You know, we can sit down with the coolest people in the world, but at the end of the day, what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? And for me, you know, what I'm most passionate about is this conversation around mental health. Men, we don't talk about this. Dudes out there are suffering, suffering in silence. Extremely grateful for better help, for stepping up and sponsoring this episode and also building with I Am Athlete so much more to come because there's a lot of us out there that need help, may be scared to ask for help. Some of us don't even know we are struggling, but for better help to step up and say, we want to build with you guys. So much respect and hats off. Our partnership with BetterHelp includes 10% off your first month. To get this, go to betterhelp.com slash IAA. It's BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P. All of this is in a link in the description below. They have over 20,000 trained therapists ready to listen to you online, secure and safe. Fill out the questionnaire, you know, so they can be able to assess within hours, 48 hours, what you may be dealing with, who you need to talk to. So I appreciate this conversation. Every time we get an opportunity to do it, we do these check-ins one in 10. We've been doing it for two years. To me, I think it's the most legendary thing we do. So better help, thank you, and so much more to come. Dudes, tap in, get the help you need. It's okay. So we all come from like similar backgrounds, right? Well, probably more of us than yours, you know what I mean? Cause that, that's deep. When you start traveling and seeing how they, other people live in different countries, when you think of your hood, you're like, I'm from the hood. You go over, you're like, yo, they from the hood. So like, Pac-Man always talks about how when he made it, he had so many people. Now, I had a lot of cats with me, but he probably had way more. Right? But when you talk about yourself, the struggles and how poor you really was, now that you at this level, is it hard to kind of try to like help everybody? Because you saying they have shoes and this and that and et cetera, and they this village supporters you, helps you where you at now. How is that to try to pay people back? Like you looked out for me to get me where I'm at. How, is that a struggle for Ooh. you? Like, I'm on my time for a payment plan. Okay. Mm. My okay. payment plan to cover my debts is on my time. Mm. It cannot be on your time. If you lent me $10 and I just made 15 and you want just back right now, I can't give it to you. You really want the 20 I'm gonna give you in a year. Forget the 10 that I owe you right now because the 20 gonna come with an extension plan. It's gonna make sure you, we're gonna be friends and family for life. But if you take it from me right now when I can't feed enough people, when I can't cover enough debts, then all you're doing is giving me a false loan. You're giving me false hopes. Cause in the league, bro, like Ooh. that's, that's the hardest I've never heard an answer like that right. because you're in the league, it's like, yo, they know you made it. We grew up in the same spot, bro. You know, I remember I used to go to the store, dog. We used to, we used to talk about, hey, look, look, I got 25 signals. You know what I'm saying? Let's try to get it together. And now it's like, how do you say that? Because I, I respect your answer, but how do you say that to 
the, the grandma, right? The, the, the auntie, the, my favorite cousin. How do you say that yeah, in line? Homeboy, we I'm took on my baths together. Plan. How can you tell, you, you know what I mean? You, you, you made homie that. A lot of dudes struggle do, with this. First generation Cause Cause we all struggle, bro. Look, sometimes it's as simple as having an uncomfortable conversation. I saw Jay talking about having uncomfortable conversations and how that makes you grow. And I think that's really important. And sometimes it's important to just not pick up your phone. He's you're a not, savage. Yeah, he's smart. He's a savage. Well, yeah, he's been through a lot, too. Yeah, and, that's and, right. And, and, and it speaks values. And we was talking about hoods and all that. A hood is what it is, but where we're from, if we can adapt to being in the Bronx, you know what I mean? Being in Bankhead Court, you can adapt to certain things if you have to adapt to it. You, right. th 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 does that yes. make sense to yes. me? But I want to jump over that right quick. I want to ask you, do you you're doing a this is the first time you're doing a dual single and one of my friends is mm. Young Thug, um, Free Young Thug, sure. Free Slime. But I like your sweat. Well, yeah. That's the first time I noticed. Like, I looked at you. I said, God damn. I mean, he's from Brooklyn. You know what I mean? It, it pops up to you like, God damn. He got hell of a fucking swag. And then I met you. But why? Why the two two song duo? I think it's time to apply pressure. You said something earlier. You said, I'm three projects ain't going on my fourth, and you were introducing me, but you were saying it in a way that I'm about to go. Right. You know why you got that feeling? Because you watched me get the scoring award, but you ain't see me get a ring. Mm -hmm. And you want it for me the same way you wanted it for you. You could recognize in it. Like you could, yeah, yeah, yeah. you identify it. Right? So it was right, respectable right. how I did it? Yeah. I wasn't, no, 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 it, it makes so absolute okay, sense. Okay, cool, okay, cool, cool. That makes absolute sense. What you want for me is what I want for myself. And when you watch me touch the moon in a way that, you know, I grabbed it and put it in my pocket, then you'll introduce it in a different way. So you just introduced it with hope, right? Like, yo, I Talk know what Boy. Bro, do you study philosophy? Like, nah. what the, I mean, where'd you go yeah, to school? Yo, he, like, he on the level. Where you come up with, go back to the first saying, right? Like, how'd you get to that? The question that we asked. He says on his own pay payment plan? Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was crazy. That was bro. the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm saying it for now. I've on. never heard Yo, yo, you, yo, yo, what up? It's Shady, what's up? You on what? Listen, fam, listen. I'm on my own payment plan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bang, <laughs> like, y'all crazy? <laughs> Real rap. What you, you say, 12 bro? 12 years, 14, 13 years. Bro, don't, don't even worry that. about it, bro. I, listen, just think about it from, from a couple months from now, bro. Right. And not even answering the phone. He said, but but like even like the point that I love, like and you break it down, go a little deeper, where you like, if I, okay, I give you $10, and when I get 15, you ask for your 10 back, like that's a problem. But if you wait a it's year, 20 coming. I, it got 20 coming, and we friends and family for life. Like, how'd you get to that answer? Like, because it's how I really think. It's how I really feel. But how? How? Like, right, let me let me that tell you. Let me tell you why. To. Because like a lot of shit that I say and do is because of my traumas. A lot of shit that I say and do is because like I, I I fell. I bumped my head. It might be some a lot of good experiences, but there's also some bad experiences. Like like I didn't try that five times. That didn't work. Maybe yeah, I should come this way. Around, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Then there's a couple books I read, et cetera, et cetera. So I want you to go a little deeper, like how you get to that answer, because the, how you answer that, bro, that shit ain't normal. I'm not well read. I'm not some guy that studied really, really hard. Or I didn't have the attention span to read books and then remember them. It was boring to me. I didn't really get that. I didn't know if you had that talent, like I was so happy for you. That mean you were in a better place in life or you had the greatest skills than I had. So I'm working from a deficit. What I'm good at doing is putting pieces together. Mm. I puzzle piece from a distance. I figure, you know, people say, or oh, you've heard the expression, life is too short 
to go through all here the experiences on your own. Of learn course. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Mistakes. Say it again. Hold here on. You go Speak again. Up to here it. you go again. <laughs> Life is too short to go through every like go through everything on your own and right. bump your head. You should learn from other people's experiences. Yeah. They say that in like some metaphoric way, or just as some like a lavish or an interesting thought process. I believed it. I'm like, I agree with you. Life is too short. I don't want to bump my head doing everything. I better get smart out here. I'm going to fail. Plus, I look at the odds. The numbers are against me. They're stacked up against me. Right, right. Either I'm going to figure out how to go forward or I'm going to fail. I know all of, I've seen every example of failure. I've seen it in my family. I've seen it in friendships. I've seen it in the hood. Like, I know how to do that with my eyes closed. I could fail 76 times right now. Figuring out how to be successful requires you to take a, like, a lot of thinking. So to answer your question, how and why, I how I got to this point, I asked myself a lot of questions. I talked to myself like I got the answers. Not from like an arrogant place, not like that. Like if information exists, the same way creativity comes to me and I got it, like musically, the same ability I have or skill set I have in music, it comes from me asking questions and seeking answers. And I do that. I'll do it in the mirror. I'll do it out loud. I'm looking for the information in the streets. I'm looking for it in simple conversations. Because all your messages, all the things that you think are evading you or elusive to you, be in front of your face. It'd be like this. I was on a plane just now. Literally, I just flew in from Puerto Rico. And I'm not usually overly like talkative or overly communicative. So I'm on a plane. The lady sitting next to me, I don't know what it was. I have no idea. She wasn't doing nothing that would make me talk to her, but I trust myself and I trust the energy around me. So I just start talking to her. Baby, bye, baby. Come on. Right. Come on. Just, I'm busy. We start talking. We on a three and a half hour plane ride and the conversation get real good. And I'm like, yo, what do you, what do, you do? I don't often ask that question because I don't really care what you do. I don't care what occupies your time and how they pay you. I'm concerned with who you are. And you don't really get that by just asking questions. You get that by letting people tell you who they are. They'll tell you. You won't even have to say anything. But I ask, what do you do? She says, I'm in marketing. I'm in, I'm in medical marketing. I'm like, medical marketing? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but we keep talking. And she's talking about her kids. And I get the, inclina the inclination because whenever, whenever I, I need something, the universe will give it to me right mm. in front of me. And you can see like the patterns in your life. And the patterns in my life, when I need something, Universal put it right here in front of me. It never pops up like that. So you look at it and you go, it can't, this can't be what I needed or what I asked for. So the ladies in marketing and we're just starting, God Complex is the name of my record company. And we're for the God first time, Complex. God Complex. I'll explain that and why it's called that in a second. Right. We'll double back. So we're about to go for the first time completely, fully, fully the type of independent that I would want to be, right? Without real partnerships. So I'm now looking to staff up my company mm. with the right resources with the right like informational resources human <clears throat> resources financial resources so i'm talking to this lady in medical in medical marketing and we we start talking about where she's from why she's from there what her life is like how she's raising her kids i'm talking about billion i'm showing up videos of when he's running on stage to see me perform and i go you want to hear this collection of music i'm like i just made so i played a brand new collection that comes out in september I have no need to play this for this lady is not in my space. But I took so kindly to the fact that she was not from my world and she could judge me with clarity. Okay. And I was like, I like this. Mm. So I play it for her and she starts going off. She's in her notes and I know what happens when people start going in there. I'm like, <laughs> I do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Magic is happening. Right, right. I'm looking through the side of my eye. I'm like, oh God, she's going to do some fire.
Right, right. So she's listening to this entire collection, and at the end of it, it's an hour and eight minutes long. I tell her nothing about it. I don't give her no context. Seeing medical. And she runs off the wildest marketing plan that I'd... Look, at this point, I've been in the music business for, like, a number of years. And at this point, I would have met some people that are supposed to be smart. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense? yeah right, right, yeah. You've seen it all. They did it all. Here's the first smart person I ever met in marketing. She's in medical marketing. She's selling devices to doctors who are giving them the patients. And she, read, she riddles off the most impactful marketing plan like she knows me, understands where I'm coming from, tells me what the collection is about, why it's that way. And I don't give her no context clues because I want to watch, I either want to watch her soar or fail. Either way, I need the information. And I'm watching her soar and I go, I said, medical marketing, huh? She starts laughing. Right, right. I said, we're discussing, we're going further. I said, why medical marketing? She said, well, I fell in love with it and I wouldn't really quite know how to make the adjustment to do what I really want to do creatively in marketing. I said, well, well, hypothetically, miss, I didn't even ask her her name until we got off the plane. Right? So I said, hypothetically, what if you just happen to be coming from San Juan, Puerto Rico, going back to Newark, and you happen to run into an incredible artist who happened to got all this together right. and is right in line to do what you want to do with your career and give you the opportunity to do it. And what if two years from then, when you say you want to, I don't know, let's say you want to be head of marketing for Fisher Price or Pfizer or wherever, and you go tell them a story about when you ran into St. John on the plane and y'all just happen to talk about in case we both die young and you happen to roll out a marketing plan and I happen to execute it and happen to be brilliant and you happen to change your life. What if that accidentally happened, hypothetically? Right. And she goes, I say, yeah, this is how it happens. So that's your CMO? Yeah, just like that. So So, I'm... So what's the plan? I love it. I love it. That's beautiful. That's how y'all connected? Yeah. Damn, you got some good angels. You living right, you doing something good. I'm doing everything as right as I possibly can. So we exchange numbers. And listen, if this works out the way that I would want it to, then I get the opportunity to be a part of her story. Because this, mm. for well, me, I like it's, how you said that part of her story. Yeah, it's cooler for me. I'm going where I'm going. Right. Mm. If I met her on a train, plane, bus, and never yeah. met her, I'm going where I'm Doing going. Thing, right. I'm going where I'm going. <laughs> so me being able to throw an ounce of hope in her car engine, at this late in the game for her, she's two kids in and she's in the middle of her career and she's sorted and knows who she is. And I go, well, it could get better. And if I could help that and it could help me, that's cool. That's way cool. Really How long cool. ago was this? This was like two hours ago. Two hours. Oh, oh, yes. Just so wait, what's the What's the marketing plan? Ah, it was elaborate. It was you know, super. Come on, give us the thing that, give, give me what, the, if you, you can, because I know the album coming out. Oh my God. It's, so the whole marketing plan, the rollout, it's going to be coming from her strategy? It's experiential. I'm going to talk so to them all. Me, I think I want to use the whole something. thing. Yeah, I'll give you a piece of it. What, what, so what grabs you? She's talking up, she said something about hearts. She used some language that I'd never heard before, right? Everybody know a different language. Like when you get really good at something, that means that you learned the language. So I learned the language. I know music. And she has a language that she knows. It's marketing. And it just happens to be something that could be applied in any, in any space. It's just marketing. She said it's, it's hearts, and my, hearts and hands. She said it's hearts and hands, and I never heard this before. She said people could fall in love with what's in their hand because it's useful and necessary for them, meaning I need a cup, so this cup is handy, and 
I'm in love with the usage of this cup, but I'm not committed to this cup. But when you sell a story and people fall in love with why the cup is the cup, then you have their hearts and they'll always come back to the cup and they'll have a story that's invested in the cup when it's half full, half empty or empty. And I go hearts and hands and I go, damn, man, me up. Part of, so in saying that, she tells me something about, your music exists in the ether, it's just something that's like in the air. It's just atmospheric. She said when it becomes tangible, when things become tangible and the experience becomes even richer. Mm. So one small caveat, one small part of the marketing plan, we're doing a live installation because she asked me how I want to be remembered. What's my legacy? And I, I hated the question and I loved it because she wasn't asking, she wasn't asking like she was interviewing me. She just wanted to know what my legacy, what I wanted right. it to be. I said, I want to be remembered as an artist, as one of the foremost impressive artists and businessmen that walked this earth. Mm. But I want, when you think of St. John, actually, this is what I said to her, right? I'm sure I remember. I said, I want it to feel like the way it feels when you say Saint Laurent, when you whisper Saint Laurent. Mm. That's what I said to her. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I said, you know that, you know that emotion? Because I know that feeling like You know right. that feeling, you can picture the colors. I said, it's lilac, it's black, it's silver. Yeah. You know how it's pronounced, it's embossed. I said, when you say my name by the end of this rope, it should feel like that. It should feel like luxury and passion and hope and inspiration and growth and everything. And it gotta be sexy or it wasn't me, I didn't do it. So she had, so we're having this full conversation. Anyway, so one of the pieces she tells me in the, I'm doing an art installation. She says, you do an art installation. You wanna be adjacent to art if you wanna be remembered as purely an artist. It doesn't matter what your medium is. I want to be known as the artist. I want them, when they say St. John, I want them, you'd be like, I don't remember. Did he, was it music? Was it fashion? Was it film? Was it textures and textiles? Was it architecture? It shouldn't matter. Right. I want permission to do whatever the f I want to do as long as I want to do it. And I want permission to change my f***ing mind and get bored when I'm done. <laughs> so we're talking about this art installation to present the collection in case we both die young. So a rollout uh, is extremely important for artists. Um, Jay-Z had a legendary rollout where he did the, um, the whole scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. What's the most legendary rollout for an artist that you've ever seen? The most legendary I've ever seen? The phrase rollout is too, it's too business oriented. I think it's the way you present your work. I know you're saying that, but I want to be real specific about language because language has an emotion to it, right? So the way I present my art, so when I say that I'm about to present my art, you have a different, ex you have a different expectation. When right, I tell right, you about my rollout, right, you know right. I'm trying to sell some. It's more right, intimate. Right. Yeah, so I'm not trying to sell no. Oh, I just, I, I, I want to commodify Preach. my art, but I want to present it right. in the best possible way. So I, when Jay did 444, I thought it was really cool. I thought the simplicity of him just putting 444 everywhere, and you knew what, you knew it meant something, and you knew it was powerful, and you don't have to understand numerology. Right, 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 right. The people who were looking at that, they didn't understand numerology. Like just this general consumer watching him roll that out, just knew it was everywhere and it meant something. That's all they knew, it meant something and they didn't know what it meant and they were waiting for it to explain it. In the last decade, people have gotten lazy. Art don't quite feel the same way. So a piece of the rollout she was talking about is in this art installation that people come through, it'll be like a museum or an exhibit in a gallery, but it's with, 15 different rooms and a passageway where you're going between from room to room. I'm trying to oversimplify it because it was so detailed. Like 
if it's an art installation that's emotional and relates to this cinematic piece of work that I'm making, it's a lot more complicated to just say it in like 10 seconds. But she said some, one thing really specific. She said in one of the rooms, you'd write down one of your fears, your pains, or your promises on a piece of paper, and you'd burn it as you leave the room. And I was like, oh man, I know what that does. I know what that feels like. I know why that's important. Just having it, the emotionality, that emotional feeling connected to something that's sonically beautiful right. creates a memory that imprints and lasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Deep. It starts feeling like So look, I'm trying to figure out the move, you know. How many brothers and sisters do you have? There's ten of us. Two dives, but there's ten of yeah, so there's eight left. All right. Including me. You you move from New York City, back, boom, here. Then you leave New York City, go all the way to San Juan, Puerto Rico. Is it you? Me and Biggs, both of us move. Just y'all? Yeah. All right, so you're used to like picking up and you know what I mean? So tell us, tell us growing up, preparing you just to go over here and what the hell made you go move all the way to Puerto Rico away from everybody? This is, this is where it get interesting right here because, yeah, go ahead, tax it, go ahead. There's two pieces to that. I'll tell you the first piece. If you'd asked me five years ago how I envisioned success, I'd have told you I want to be on an island for six months out of the year and I want to fly in for work for the other six. I'd have told you specifically that. If you met me five, six years ago, it would have been exactly that. It's 2022. I live in Puerto Rico, six months out of the year. If I want to do it, it's a mandate. I got to do it. Because you did it? Actually, for me to get the benefit of being there, I got to do it (laughs) because I said it. But look at that. Look at how it unfolds. That's the first part of it. I said it, so I spoke it into existence, mm-hmm. so I wished it and willed it to be. And I didn't even know. I just said, I, it's going to happen, and I kept saying it. And Educate right there. Speak right there. 
Talk to the young guys at home. We bring out some food, too. Whatever the food, we like to break bread here, bring the food out. But what you just said, that's big. Artist, athlete, doesn't matter who you are. Lawyer, weekend warrior, at home, mom or dad. Language. Like, because you just said when you speak it. The word's powerful, bro. Right, right, right. Yeah. You end up living by the things that you speak. Your words end up creating your world. My mom taught me that a really, really long time ago. That your words create your world. Appreciate y'all. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So we like to break bread on the show, bro. You know, we're traveling this this week. Usually we have our chef with us. You have to come down to Florida, break bread with us again. Oh, I love that. As we break the bread, like, what you mean? You have to do that because you made a decision. You don't have to do nothing. So talk to the younger kids at home and explain um, when you say, it's not what I want to do. It's a mandate. You get what I'm saying? So. Tell them the, the benefits and, and, and what you get to reap for what oh, you're doing. Look, I know I understand you say you want to say six to six, but it's more to it. Yeah, yeah, there's more to it. There's a financial benefit to being in Puerto Rico. When you start making money, you start making any type of resources, the first thought is to spend it. The first thought is to go get the thing that you dreamt about or whatever you said you was going to buy yep. or to pull up on the whoever words, you said you was going to pull up on, right, right, right. how you was going to do it. And... <laughs> If you're fortunate enough to get that out your system and you're still in a good place, mm. you now have to learn a lesson that the only way to make money is to be able to hold on to the money you've made. Yeah. That's the hardest part. Getting rich and being prosperous ain't about getting it coming in, it's about being able to hold on to it. Say that again? Getting rich and being prosperous ain't about the money that's coming in, it's about what you can hold on to. Mm-hmm. Uh, great steward. I don't know how, I'm, I'm saying, I'm gonna tell you, I made a lot of money. These two guys made a lot of money. It's easy to say that, but it ain't as easy as you just said that. What, holding on to it? Yeah. No, of course it's not. Everybody would do the trick. Right. It's difficult. Explain it. The simplicity of it. No, 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 I'm gonna give you. I want you to go deep like you done broke down everything else. No, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you everything because it's, there's there's so many different layers to it, right? There's the emotion of it and then there's the fact of it. So you gotta deal with both because both really exist. So you said it's not that simple to like hold on to the money. No, that's the thing that they don't tell you. They don't teach us fiscal responsibility. First of all, what are you going to teach it to us? How they was going to school us on it? Like, where was you supposed to get this type of education? This education is either hard earned or it comes from bumping your head. Or you have somebody in an experiential place who's really going to guide you. And how many of us know people that are going to do the things that we've never done? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no family handle financial literacy. Uh, they don't be knowing that. How, like how? So, so what's the what's listen? The so this was this was what was happening. Moving over. So we're I'm living in LA at the time, and I start asking the question because taxes are real. Actually, taxes are going up. It's crazy. In California. Crazy in LA. Crazy. They were going up. Right. So there was there was a threat that taxes were going to hit somewhere like seventy percent. It was oh, a, it was God. so like late sixties, early seventies, and I'm like, wait, how are you supposed to? Why would anybody live here? Why is anybody y'all living here? Right. You can live anywhere in the world. I hate people with money because the people with money that oftentimes the people with money who just got there have no clue what to do with it and no clue what they want to do with it. I wanted to live on an island. I want to save money. I want to make money. I want to be in a place where my tax liability is low. And I started researching. We were just looking into the places that had the greatest tax benefits on the planet. It was that simple. We started looking. No, it's first this place, is different. Like, to, yeah. First place we found was Florida. Right. Yeah. Florida got four, it's 14%. So state taxes 
don't exist in Florida. Right. No, so we made right. the first move. LA to Florida. All right, cool. We probably saved pocketed 20%. More of our own money, we'd save 20%. That's, that's a fictitious number, but it's just a general number. And I'm like, wait, it got to get bigger, bigger than this. It got to get bigger than this. Like, this ain't enough. Right. Like, what do, what do billionaires do? I started being curious about owning orchards and owning wineries and vineyards. I'm like, wait, where do they put their money? There's no way they taking this L. I don't know this to be a fact. Let me start there. Let me start right there. I know Lenny, Lenny Kravitz. He lives in the Bahamas. And he lives in Paris. And he don't live in New York. And he don't live in LA. And it's my homie. And I remember going, that's really cool. Right? Because I just went on the cool part of it. Right, right, I just right. thought it was cool. I didn't ask myself what was going on. Why, I just thought it was cool. Right. He's he doing it up. Like. And then I started looking into tax havens. Specifically, anybody's looking out there, you start looking into tax havens. Places where you're taxed the least amount and you can, you can retain most of your income. If they give you $100 and take 60 from you and you start living off of the premise that you got 100 when you really just got 40, 40. Right, right. it ain't gonna take too long before okay. you upside down. Yeah. Upside down meaning in, in over your head in debt. So you have to look for places that best serve you. So I go, I want to live on an island six months out of the year anyway. Puerto Rico got 4% tax flat as long as you do it right, as long as you do your business correct. I said, what's stopping us from moving in? I'm on a fly anyway. We fly in and out. For, I'm on a plane five, six times a week anyway. I'm a stewardess. Easy. I'm a hundred I tried to do that. Yeah. My wife was like, nah. I was like, damn, I'm right here. You're already in South Florida. I can be in Puerto Rico just two years, come in, in and out. Y'all come to me, it's easy. Nah. She said no. She said no. You have kids, though. That's right. Right? Yeah. Look, I worked out. Because we the, the biggest benefit is this. If you go over there for two years, Jake Paul's over there, uh -huh. y'all neighbors? We used to be, because we, we both lived in. Yeah, there's a couple yeah, there's a, over there. There's a location called, I don't want, this ain't like where you should go live if they go to Puerto Rico, by the way. So I'm, this ain't coming from my recommendation. It's called Dorado. So, so you don't put your name on this, you're saying? No, I ain't put my name on this. Right, right. Because Dorado ain't some, it, there's no culture there. Right. Oh, gotcha. I'm from places with culture. Like, look, it ain't enough to save money and then ruin your soul or, mm -hmm. or spite your spirit. That's not interesting to me, neither. So when I moved to Puerto Rico, I moved to this isolated place called Dorado. So it's a gated community. And if you never had nothing and never came from nothing and this is your first time having anything, you might think it's cool. But if it's your second week of having some shit, it ain't cool. Right. I was thinking, I was like, yo, where should I move? He's like, okay, I was just over here in Dorado. This ain't it. I'm in a new neighborhood. I just moved in. Yeah. Because you, you're making money, you're saving it, but you want to at least enjoy it. You want to enjoy it. Yeah, your but, life, but like, think about, okay, I mean, when it's all said and done, you can make how much money? 96% of your own money. No, I'm saying like, you're going to be a billionaire? Yeah. Okay, so he's gonna make a billion. And it, we talking about, you know, a lot of, he's, he's saving a lot of, what is it, federal? Yeah, I'm saving federal, I'm saving state. You're only paying a Puerto Rican fixed That's number. That's 4%. You go. 4%. Yeah, flat. That's good, but you gotta stay there for two years. My question That's is, the discipline. let me ask one question. Yeah. For us, we get taxed in every state that we play in. Right. Do you get taxed in course, every I'm state that you perform in? Yeah. Oh, yeah that's good okay. Yeah. So you're saying um, when we're saving this money, you're saying as far as capital tax gain. All right, cool. Good. All right, great.
So even though you're getting taxed in every state that you plan, when you're coming from a place that has a certain tax threshold and your businesses and your income is derived from a specific place, like I don't want to speak out of turn. If I was a CPA or a tax accountant, I'd give it to you in an even more refined format. I can't. I don't want to mislead you. Right. Right. That'd be right. foolish, right? Now, I know it's a lot more game. <laughs> but it's better. It's significantly better, and I wouldn't be doing it. I, I look like a that just want to throw the money out. The, if I'm going to throw it out the window, it's going to be some, you're going to know what it's going to look like. It's going to be a <laughs> bunch of joints, and <laughs> it'll be obvious. I'm not going to throw it out the window secretly. You say a lot of the right things, and you're explaining the right things. I just got to know, so I'm not tripping. When you got your paper, right, when you arrived, you got your money, what's the first thing you bought? I'm just curious to know. Because <laughs> he doing everything the right way. Right. Like, had no fun. Yeah, I was saying like, damn. Nah, nah, like, nah. Yeah. I do things at they the right like a time. Dummy. Like, I just, Have you had any fun? Yeah, like, yeah. I go up. I mean, my... Well, he I'm told a, us. A, he told us I'm a drug, musical athlete, so you know. I'm the getting stripper, the stripper. I, I, just, I just gotta know what, what, it, what you... The first thing that you bought. All right, the first can thing... I ask you the most expensive thing you bought? I don't want to get in your business, but... The most expensive thing I bought? Knowing. On a rec recreationally? Uh, McLaren? Okay, I was a car guy. Okay, so you live in a little... So you are living there. You're American yeah, Muscle? I, okay. Huh? Or not American Muscle? You, what you like? You said McLaren, what else? Not, Give me your top five cars. Of all time or in general? What you like? I'm going to tell you what I got. All right, Spider, 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 Spider. So 488 Spider, 675 LT Spider. Oh, yeah, he like he 17 speed, Spider. Shady. I like Spiders. So you got three of these? Yeah, I got all three of the joints. Okay, so, he, okay, so yeah. hey, that's the best. All right, so he living good and he's saving. Yeah. <laughs> That she like 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. Dog, I got 10 million. Y'all seen the cash. We should do real, real quick. A lot of people don't know you wrote for a lot of legendary people. Got frustrated with the process. So can you go back to like who inspired you and then get into you know that process before 2018? Who you wrote for before you even blew? Like, Two major inspirations, Jay and Kanye. Mm. So some great one. Jay was like Carnegie for me. You know, they talk about like Rockefeller, you know, like John D. Rockefeller or Andrew Carnegie. And they talk about them like they're statues of men or they did the impossible. They talk like the same way they talk about Carnegie is the way they talk about Warren Buffett, but it's a couple, it's, it's in a distant past. Right, right. So because it's not happening, the folklore and the legend of it makes it seem even more impossible. But Jay's from Marcy and not too far from where I grew up. So I go, oh, we got a Carnegie. Oh, I got it. All I needed to see was it happen in real time. It's possible. So, yeah, it's possible. Mm -hmm. So Jay for his business acumen and his lyrical prowess and then Kanye for the way that he, his creativity being so boundless. Those were my two inspirations, right? For the way I was thinking about life, general hope, recreational frivolity, like frivolous is ignorant. And what was the other question? He talking about he didn't go to school. Went, nah, I didn't. No, no, no. No, he went to school. He talking about I ain't read. I don't, he went to school. Too smart not to go. Listen, listen, listen. You ain't, ain't going to no school. Library. Nah, I keep it up. Look, I'm going to keep it tall. Brooklyn, I mean, come I on, wasn't, man. I'm not like a school. I didn't have the... If I did, I probably would have... You, you wouldn't even... School. Bro, We'd have had a different conversation for a different reason. These words that you are... Hold on. Out of your brothers and sisters. I'm second to last. That's why. I'm that's second why, to last. That's why. He's seen so everything. Smart. He done seen everything. Oh, yeah. I ain't he got to do the, that. He got to pick. Bob, right. we take this one. Boom, Absolutely. Boom. Damn. Oh, boy. So wait, Beyonce, Beyonce right. Kanye, Usher, you wrote for some of these. My bad. I got, yeah, we got, dis I got distracted. 2018. You asked me about writing. He went heated so up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. So much to cover, right? There's right. so much to cover on God. There's just so much ground. Just don't to cover. use too many big words. Don't get distracted. Not at all. Like, right. <laughs> 2018, I put out. Super capitalist fact. I put out my first collection of music in 2018, like my first body of work mm -hmm. properly. Like I'm saying, I'm outside. This is me. And prior to that, I'd written for Usher. I'd written for. Well, at this point, it's at this point it's Usher, Kanye, uh, Beyonce. Uh, Which one of Beyonce joints? Uh, brown skin girl. How it go? I we know, but can't, just real quick. You know what I'm brown. <laughs> brown skin girl, your skin just like pearl, the best thing in the world. I never trade you for anybody else. And actually, I did that in my Guyanese accent, which is really cool because where I'm from, there's not enough people like me. There's not two examples of me. So I know when I'm outside and I raise my hand, I'm not just raising my hand for Brooklyn. So I make sure everybody, the representation is really, really clear. Mm. Right. So I'd written for all of these people. I was writing for all of these people like before, before I had a major, major debut for myself. Mm -hmm. And the simplest way to put this, I stopped doing it not from frustration. I wasn't frustrated. The numbers ain't add up. Okay, before you get to the business, Ooh. can you just help us out? Because you, you speak in artist talk, athletes. How does that process work? Right, you write a song, you come up with something. Do you sit down and say, I'm gonna write something for Beyonce? And then you reach out to Beyonce, you pitch Beyonce. Do you sit down and say, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna write this, this is dope. It's my sound and then you voice throw it in a database and people like, oh, this. Like, how, how does that process work to write a song to get it to someone like Beyonce? Like, what's that process? It would be like being a high school athlete. Oh, I'll give you what I'm saying. It would be like that. Not being top tier high school athlete, because when you're the top tier, they're looking for you. When you're second, third, yeah. fourth, fifth, you, when you're down in the numbers, they're not checking for you. But you got the same hopes and aspirations as the number one guy. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like that, where you're super passionate about something and you got to figure out by hook or by crook how to make it happen. There's a lot of different steps in between. So if you're asking me how you write a song for an artist, you, you can't. I guess he's asking you how you get it to him. But That's what I'm about to tell you. I'm going to start with the impossibility. Who was the first one, too? We want to Usher. Know it was Usher. Usher the first the person first. on a major how level did you get it was to Usher. I got it to Usher because it was relationships. I had a relationship. A friend of mine at a company took, walked my song into somebody I didn't know who was a music publisher. It's a publishing company. So let's think of publishers like agents. They yeah, broker yeah. the deals. Yep. Okay. It's not their money. But they can, they got the relationships to talk to everybody with the money because they got a history of talking to the people with the money. Relationship. And they got an eye for the talent. So publishers are like agents. If you see an agent that recognizes you early, you might be like, you know, back in high school. And there's an agent that goes, they're going to be something. And they don't come propose no business with you. they just like, I like you. I believe in you. I, if you ever need some water or some advice, I'm a friend. So that's a publisher when you don't got no hit songs and you ain't a premier writer. Right. They ain't coming checking for your records, but they want to have a relationship just in case. Right. So a friend of mine at a company called BMI. Yeah, I don't want to make it too. Exactly what right. BMI is the people that collect the money from you. If you're making music, if, if you're making music man, on they, a they, successful they, they, level. They hell, if you playing music, they coming to get the Yeah, they come the get it. Oh, my goodness. So when you're in a Puma store and they circulating, the songs throughout the store, they they're playing pay. it through the speakers. They're paying an organization, a, a performance rights organization that collects money on a commercial level and 
generic or public spaces on behalf of the artists. Yeah. Right? So you playing in the Puma store and they play Roses, BMI on their ass. They like, y'all played it, y'all is four nickels. And enough four nickels could turn into a billion. Right, right, right. 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 But the process to write a song and get it to somebody, it's, it's not simple. There's no 101, there's no 101 to did do that. Did you write the song, so you wrote the song and said, this is for Beyonce? Or did you write the song and, and you know, you like pass somebody and then that... It like, could happen both ways. You want my story, you yeah, want, I want the possible story. story. How did it get my to story Beyonce? Wrote a, that's a big deal. She... Yeah. Is, is, what? She Beyonce. Let's she say Beyonce. Beyonce. She Beyonce. Go. So the, that's a big deal. I tried to write a song for Beyonce one time. I've only tried to write a Beyonce song one time. And I failed. It didn't work. I want you to know it didn't work. The one song I tried to write for Beyonce was Roses. You... <laughs> On God, I raised my it's right hand. Billion streams? Yeah, a couple billion. It's a multi billion. Hold up. Reason. So, yeah. <laughs> he just tried to say, you tried to write that for me. I, like, I did. And why it, it ain't work? Yeah. I, I, they didn't want the record. Oh, we, they didn't want the record? Yeah. It wasn't. Is it her or is it like her? I don't know. I didn't meet her at the How time. How roses go? Roses. That's all they want to know. Give us a little pizza. <laughs> give a little pizza. <laughs> she said, Roses, thank you, B. Just like that. <laughs> Oh God, I tried to write it for no, her because at the time they told me she was working on whatever project she was working on prior to 2018 because I wrote Roses in probably 2015, maybe, or 2016, one of those years, right. right? They said she's looking for records or she's looking for ideas. And I was like, this. Yeah. I'm like this because in my mind, she, if she did this, it would be somewhere she hadn't gone before. When you're trying to write something for somebody, you're trying to write a script for an actor, I'm not writing Training Day for Denzel. He did Training Day. Why would he want to do it again? Oh, right, 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 right. right. He mastered that, yeah. Right? I'm thinking of the movie he hasn't done, the movie he needs to do. Right. Where he's going next. Because if you're a great artist, every great artist thinks they have the ability to predict the future. That's what right. being a great artist is. So I thought I had the ability to predict the future. I'm like, if she does Roses, it's crazy. I had no vision for me doing Roses. That's not why I did it. That wasn't my point. Damn. And they passed. So. And I said, that's cool. I believe in it. I'ma bet on it. Those those couple billion streams brought in how much? Real money. A uh, couple billion streams. One single. What is that? Ten 20, million dollars. Twenty. See, 20, but the, yeah, twenty hey, cent you, on the dollar. Ten. Who, who getting twenty cent on a dollar? How much is it for you? What you in? Oh, for oh my business. Out out of a fifty fifty profit share agreement. That's how my. On roses. On the on my business. Off the dollar, what is that? 50 yeah. cent, you're saying? It's not a feet. real 50 cent, right? Because we need to be in it. Details are important. It's not a real 50 50 on profit doesn't consider expenses. Yeah. It's it's profit off yeah. Yeah, and it's a profit. profit split. So it ends up being on oh, top of split. Okay. it ends up being disproportionate. It ends up being like I get forty-two percent and they get 58% because they're also doing distrib distributing the song. Yeah, so there's a distribution fee that you don't know in the language that's tucked underneath. That's so a lot, so, lot better so, than so a lot so of artists So what's your, what's your stance on independent artists versus labels? Like, do you respect labels? Do you appreciate labels? Or are you, you, you say independent all the way? Why are you Because Nori, Nori was one of the ones that said, actually respect labels in a way. Yeah, but he just said earlier that he's been the, do his own I know, but what's your thoughts on it? I don't have a preference. I just, it's your business model. Because I heard Take a big loan. Yeah. Right. 
Take a big loan because you didn't have the money to foot it yourself. But you can't say that, but I'm, I'm going to interrupt you right quick because... I wasn't saying that. I was saying that like that was one of the options. Oh, okay. Like that's a label. That's right, right, doing, right. That's doing like the record. My bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not suggesting it. It's about your business model. What is your business plan? Right. What you want to do? What would right? you like to right. see happen? Because when you do a record deal, all you're doing is borrowing money. Oftentimes, you're borrowing money. This is living rich on borrowed money. You get that? It's called credit, right. bro. <laughs> no. I mean, that's brilliant how they did that. The credit move is crazy. The credit move is crazy, right? But these living rich, it's not even credit, it's an expensive bank loan. It's not worth it. it it's not worth it to artists. Everybody that makes music ain't an artist. If you pump out music as quickly as make socks, and it ain't as thoughtless to you, I might love it. It might be great music. Art is a completely different thing. Art has a different consideration. Art has a different longevity to it. Art has a different gravity to it. Passion about art. It's a whole other thing. So if you make art, that's a bad deal for you. Okay, real quick. Top five artists real quick, because there's a difference. You keep saying artists, artists, and you see, I said- Oh, top five artists? I said project rollout, he's like, no, art. It's different, (laughs) like art. Jay, Kanye, Salvador Dali. Are you familiar with Dali? He's He's a painter. See, see what I'm saying? Like, he, like like he just throw... Nah, that's real shit, though. I like... Okay, go, go. Right? Not even to be, like, like crazy. See what I'm saying? <laughs> go, go, go. Uh, Deep, boy. Boy, <laughs> boy smart. I think a lot. Yeah, like, Goddamn, boy. Yo, when you fail a lot, you think a lot. I'm also okay. doing relationships. So that's three? That was three? Yeah. You hear me, B? You throw Wayne uh, in there? We'll do that I'll relationships. Do you want to do what? Me, me and my girl on issues, I'm going to talk to you like that. Now, baby, listen, like, you want to argue with me, but I don't want to argue with you. Let's be happy together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that right there, you know what I mean? No, that ain't how he be. It, it's something like, like that. You like that or you more like this? This I'm telling you how he is. Let me tell you how it's going to be. We're going to do it like this. It's my way or the highway. Nah, he, don't, he ain't doing I, like watch. that. Watch, which, which way are you? It's, it's, a, def- it's a combination, right? Because in truth, that's what I mean. But I can't propose it like that. I'd be dumb. You won't get to. It oh, won't I work. You, I like this dude. He going for that. Like, no, no, no. The, que- the question is, tell me how that makes sense. That don't make sense. <laughs> you just walk me through it. I do it if it makes sense. I do it if you just show me how it makes sense. That's how you communicate to your ladies. Not to my ladies. It's like no standard way. I'm so brutally honest though. See, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm, I'm different. I'm, like, I'm, I'm into that too. Honest. You're brutally honest, honest too now. I'm honest. Like, what hey. does brutally honest mean? I say the uncomfortable truths. I'll name the names like you, like your girl or whoever the girl is in your life. Or you want, she'd be like, well, who else? I'll tell you. You want to see pictures? Oh. I'll see, show you the pictures. Hold up. Wait, time out. Oh, you are hey, shady. Coach, honest. time out, coach. Hold up, hold up. But I'm not doing the opposite of shady. Our quarterback getting crazy. Hold on. Yeah. The quarterback got his own place. Hold on. Hold up. Just don't ask me no more questions yeah. now. <laughs> I want you and your friend. Which friend? I got pictures. Like, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Coach, but this hold is on. a great conversation. You know why? Quarterback getting crazy. When we just talked to Joe Budden, he was saying, you athlete are different. Mm-hmm. And he specifically said, us rapping artists, <laughs> us rapping artists, we make we everything. <laughs> we like making, the wild, wild west. Yes. We making words up right now, though. <laughs> Let's get back to the music. <laughs> what do you say? Some water, some old stuff. <laughs> Yo, I'm done. Look. <laughs> <laughs> 
Before we get too crazy though, right? Look, we can't let his his words and how you're taking like his self. We gotta stay where we at. No more wine. Sorry about though. No more wine. That's what I do want to say though. Yo, you never talked about. You never, you never really talked about like how you really got into music. Oh, my brother was a rapper. You never really talked about that. My brother was a rapper. That's that's not that interesting a story. Not but the journey is always Look, interesting. I forget, bro. right? Listen, listen, listen. In truth. We're at the beginning, so you're going, we're going to come back in two years, a year, five years, ten years, and it's going to be even more interesting. The story continues to get compelling. So what I've already endured, I endured to, that to be at stage one. I feel like a rookie, like I just got here. I really feel like that. I feel like, damn, I ain't even do nothing yet. I go to bed mad. Right. I feel like I, nothing's happened. Like, I know I put points on the board, but none of it matters. What I want to do hasn't happened yet. So I think of... Whatever journey was just a prep journey. There's gonna be hardships I haven't. I don't even know how to weather. Right. Right. So, but my brother was a rapper, and I started super young. I was like 11 or 12 years old, and he was rapping. He was just on the corner in a cipher, and I didn't really know what that was at the time. But I was just impressed with it, cause you know you're in the cipher. It's oh, your, your older brother. Yeah, right. yeah, my older brother. Okay. Everything just looked impressive. Right, right. And he's just dictating the crowd, dictating the emotion of the crowd with words, just language. So I fell in love with language really, really early. Right. And my mom used to make us read books, but this is junior high school, bro. My brilliance can't, I can't hold on to there it from go. then. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tupac's mom ain't read newspaper every day. His mom ain't read books. See, that's where it came from the smartest. Yeah, but okay. that's only like okay, 12 to 14 and I was, I was tapped out. All right, all right, look. Rihanna, I'm going to get back to some of these other songs you, you, you know, artists you wrote for. Or not everybody's an artist. Rihanna, why didn't that one make it? You wrote for Rihanna, but that one didn't make it. Why? Yeah, she ain't put out the album since the baby. Yeah. I mean, artists on their own time. All artists on their own time. So sometimes it don't work and you don't know Is why. Is it a hit? Yeah, I'm only interested in that. I'm sure she's only interested in that too. Your, your dream collab. I feel like you gotta ask every artist that. Dream collab. I mean, my first thought is Jay, right? For real, my first thought is Jay. Damn, you was just with Jay. Nah, but we don't got no records together that's out. I know, but they said we, whatever you wanna do, we can do. You could have, in the moment, instead Tata, of saying, no, 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 I was with Tata. Tata his main man. I was with Tata. Jay got to say that. Okay, okay. No man can speak for another man. Jay got to say that. Jay got to be like, yo, whatever record you want to do, we could do. And I'm, look, I'm well aware. I'm, I'm the doc, I'm, I watched the Rockefeller documentary in real time. Right. right. So I know the value of a J-verse, and I know the value of not asking for something that you earn. Mm. Mm. That's how that works. You don't have to ask for a verse from your superheroes. When you become a superhero, they're going to notice you on the newspaper. Yep. They won't fly to It happens. Yeah. It don't happen. Yep. So it you happens. like to speak things into existence. So Kanye when, is, when is the Jay-Z collab coming? Damn. It's crazy, because you got to know your sense of timing. I think it'll probably in the next 12 months. Y'all heard That's me The gummy line of cannabis, I'm really into cannabis. We got a line coming out. Shout out to Cookies and Burning. Oh, fire. That's right. That's right. In the next 30 days, we're going to be. So tell us about the. My boy's flowers. You know what I'm saying? Tell us about the uh, gummy line. Um, or That's not even the Lost one. Farm. That's just the brand that I have the relationship with. That's so like, it's your Lost brand? Farms and Kiva. Is that yours? That's not mine. That's oh, just this. I, I bust mine down on a plane. I ran out of mine. Mine looked just like that, though. What's the name of yours? If you don't mind, so we say it. No, it's the same brand. So I have a collaboration with Lost Farms Kiva. 
and we made a line of edibles just for me. So packaging, my design, sold out. The quick. flavors, my choice, off the shelf. It's gone. So it's like gone. dropped at it your and show, it sold out quick, mm -hmm. didn't it? But look, at your shows, I'm right, the number you? two skew. What that means, I'm their number two product. We only been in business together for like four months. Oh wow, so they rocking with you. But do you pass that out like at your shows and all that? No, nah, I get sued. You get sued? Hell yeah, that's crazy. Oh, you can't do that? Hell no. You passing out shirts? Yo, where my shirt? Most defining moment for you. I think every artist, athlete that made it to the top. That's a great of question, game bro. Had that. I, I can go back and say, yo, that, there was that moment right there. Just like I said earlier, remember in business, I said this is a defining moment in business. As an athlete, it was a defining moment. It was in college. Never forget it. You know what I'm saying? What was the most defining moment for you? Actually, I think the most defining moment. I wrote a record for Usher. The song came out. Let's say at the time the song streamed 70 million streams. And if you never did nothing before, like, that's a lot. Look, Hell yeah. that's 70, a lot. That's a lot. That's not $70 million. No, I'm going to say 70%, 42%. We, we streams is a lot, numbers. though. The hell I'm going to yeah, say that's it. a lot of streams, bro. Correct. Okay. And I wrote the song. Because he had a billion, so it's like. No, but this is the time I wrote the song. And here's the mathematics 70 million streams. If I own 20% of the song or 25% of the song, and it did 70 million streams, and it's $3,000 per million stream. So it's 3,000 times 70. Right, right. So $210,000. I sound really smart. I'm not that good at math, but yeah, that worked out. That was easy. That was easy. I caught that. That's an easy one. That was an easy one. Yeah, but come on. Why he acting like he ain't go to school, though? I didn't. Mama had him read books. Yeah. Biggie Smalls, Mama had him read gamble, so we're really good with that. Mama had him read newspapers. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So $210,000, right? I get the time. It's math. It has to be math. It has to, the numbers got to make sense. And I wrote the song and it's 25% of the song and I'm waiting on the song for two years. Let's say it's two years it took from inception, meaning when I wrote it, to finally getting it to him, to putting it out. And I controlled 25% of that. But based on the royalty rate that Spotify pays the publishers, this is a slightly complicated conversation in this part, Spotify collects their streams and then they pay the publishers because I, I wrote the song, so I deal with publishing money. There's two types of money in records for people that don't know. It's publishing money, that's writing, and then it's performance money, performing it. You're the artist, you're the one that said the words, it was your voice. But I that's not you though. It wasn't my you're words. Just a publisher. It wasn't, yeah, I'm just, I got it you. wasn't my I voice. Got you. I'm just on the publishing side. There's a fixed percentage on the publishing side based on the relationship between Spotify and the music publishers. I'm doing it so you almost can see it like it's 3D. The Spotify or the distributors, DSPs, pay the music publisher based on an agreed rate. So that $210,000 that that song made had to be bust down. My take on that 210, my take home, was probably $1,500. And I, and I went, this is how the math oh, worked. It was this God. simple. Look, it was this simple. If I'd have put that song out, myself and only had 3 million streams, I'd have made $10,000. I said, I'm done. I washed my hands. I was like, this is dumb. You know how hard it is to get these songs on these people who put it out on their own time? The artists who have their own vision for it? For you to wait, for your livelihood to be dependent on somebody else that you don't control or influence, impact or have a relationship with, yeah. and it's not even your worth, you're not even getting paid your weight in salt, walk. Yeah.
go bet on yourself. So I just bet on myself. So I stopped giving records to artists. I'm like, I could give you this record and you could fail and I can get a percentage of your failure or I could take 100% of my failure and I could take that to the bank. Right. I could do something with my failure. I can't do nothing with yours. So, so why do everybody be like bragging about ghostwriters? Like what? Like being a ghostwriter? Yeah, it's like you, you don't even get no money for real. You got to think that the people don't have the capacity, the people that don't got the capacity to do it themselves, they got to do, the second option is best than no option. Yeah, right, right. I'd rather be a ghostwriter than not be involved. I didn't want to be a writer. It wasn't like I was trying to be a writer. That happened because that was my only way in. That was a backdoor. Oh. That was me being in the cater. I'm in, I'm the caterer. Yo, I got you. Trying got to steal you. a jewels. Right, 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 right. You get what I'm saying? Do, do the artists ever pay? Because I always hear like the artists may pay the ghostwriter or the publisher. They or might the, pay them an upfront fee. Okay. If you really, if you big the, like the, that, the, to keep them. If you have that, that's what I was If you have that leverage or that catalog or that repertoire and that reputation, that resume, then you might be able to demand. Look, on top of, I'm not waiting for this money that's coming. Let me get thirty. Let me get forty. Let me get twenty. Oh, let me get fifty. Okay. Let me get a hundred. That's you not, there yet? I'm not even giving records. <laughs> you can't even give Rihanna something. Come out. It's different. You giving Rihanna a record is like just walking yourself into the moment, waiting for them to show you, put your face on the wall. Right, right, right. Like that just makes sense. <laughs> so different names. So like a Rihanna, Kanye, a Jay, you would do that. Yeah, because you're betting on a different product. I get, I get that. I get that. For me, my personal take: if you are gonna write songs for people, then you should write songs for the people that you want to hear sing them. Mm, okay. And money should, money is great. But that can be secondary if you're fulfilling some other part of you. Right, right. Right? So if I'm giving, so if I'm you're the right person that. for the song, and I wrote it, and you are the right person for the song, because I'm really an artist, I'm going to bypass the money. That has to, that can't be the most important thing. I got to do the right thing with the art. I got to go, no, no, no. It's not for me. They got to deliver it. When I wrote, when I did Brown Skin Girl, it wasn't for me to deliver. I was aware that. Tata was the first person I sent it to. I was like, yeah, you should hear this. I sent See, now that's what I was asking, Pac. Now he get to it. I said, how you oh, get oh, yeah, so oh, this is Beyonce? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 but here, check this. Brown Skin Girl is in the future. I'm already in motion. It ain't pre-collection one. It's not pre-2018. Brown Skin Girl comes out, came out 2020. Yeah. Right? Something like that? Yep. At that point, my relationships were as they were. I was already in the world as an artist. Like, I was already touring the world. I'd already made an impression or some small indentation, so my relationships had firmed up. Yeah. And I'd known Tata since uh, 2018, maybe 2017. Brooklyn got too, though. When we, we met, was, I'll save you a story. We got we have to do this three more times, right? Yeah, facts. So when I met Tata and I played him Collection One and I played him another project called Violence and Civilians, because God Complex, I had a group that I was going to put out right after Collection One. So I was going to put out my group called God Complex that we had put together. I met Tata because my man, my man James Samuel, who directed a movie called The Heart of They Fall. It's an all-black cast and it's brilliant. And if you haven't seen it, you have to see it. And I'm not pump faking because I'm not good at that. You, it came out last year on Netflix. Y'all ain't see it? What's the name of it? The Heart of They Fall. No, I haven't Every seen black it. magic actor, performer, was in it. You're gonna know them. You'll be like, no, I think Netflix, I know what you're talking you about. It's a Western, it's a black Western. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, I seen it. I seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So my man directed that in, in 2018. He's a brilliant artist, he's a brilliant creative, right? And I was playing records for him and I played Roses for him. It had just come out. And he said, 
I'm about to do it. I said, what? It's funny when it's your, when it's your people, you know what they talking about, but you still want them to say it. Right. Like one time. Oh, like, like, like what? Like, you know what he said, but what? I'm about what? to take it. I, he's like, I'm like, do what? He's like, do you want me to, s- I'm about to send it. I knew what he was talking about. Send what? I was like, send what? <laughs> right? I'm playing again. I like, do that too. I'm like, send what? <laughs> he was like, you know what I'm about to do. Should I press send? I said, press send. Two. Oh, oh, okay, okay. He's emailing Jay. Oh, man. He's sending Jay roses. I don't know what he's talking about. I know what he's talking about, though. Right, 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 I'm right, like, right. send it. Yeah. So he sends now. it. And Jay hits him back like really soon. Shortly after that, I don't want to exaggerate. Maybe it was like 20 minutes. We were still in the car. And he said, he had me at Brooklyn. So I said, I might bring the Brooklyn out in the, like the third verse of the bridge part. He said, get him, that, get him to New York. I was in LA at the time. I just happened to be in LA. He didn't know I was from New York. So I just flew home and I linked up with, I sat down with everybody at Rock Nation at the time. So Tata, Biha, Shaka, the crew. everybody, the whole floor, the entire staff, everybody. It was so respectful. I'm really appreciative to this day. It was so respectful. Tata was like, everybody stop what they doing, the assistance. Everybody come listen to this. And we sat down in a room and I played a bunch of records from Collection One, like Selfish and Roses and then other unreleased records. And I was telling him how I saw my plan. I told him about my five-year plan. Five-year plan. I said, well, this is my five-year plan. I'm gonna put this out, and then I'm gonna put this out, and then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna put this out. And in 24 months, I'm gonna do this. And by the 36th month, we should have a hit record, right? Based on the plan. That's it was a, a real plan. nowadays. They want you to come in, ain't no A&R, you gotta come with the You gotta plan. know, it's you. you so how you do business with, with Jay and Rock Nation now? I didn't. We ain't Why? Nothing. Why? It wasn't the right thing at the right time. Y'all still talk? Yeah, we all got a great relationship. But why you don't do business with Jay? Like, I think everybody that you got a great relationship with ain't somebody you got to do business that's with. That's true, too. And sometimes you just and wait on the right. too, though. The timing is the most important thing. Yeah. Because at the time, Tata was like, yo, whatever you want to do, we want to do. So if you want to do management, we're down to do management. You want to do publishing? We want, we want to do publishing. You want to do sign to the label? We can do that. I said, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to do nothing. I just want to, I want to do it myself. I said that and I meant it. I'm like, I just want to do it myself. It's cool. When I feel like I really need you, I'm going to come ask for help. I'm not too shy to ask for help. But I think I know what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go do it. And right decision? That's big. Greatest decision. You don't see me? <laughs> we had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, you gotta eat, you know. Spike, spike your skills. Fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past, bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. 
like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.